Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At this point, most shows are winding down. Roy is just getting started. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. There's a uh, phenomenon in this country that is growing rapidly, and the phenomenon is adoption. More and more Canadians are prepared to adopt, and more and more Canadians are adopting. Survey was done on the Labor Day weekend, and uh, we're going to be talking about that, and we'll be talking to an Ontario mother who adopted two kids. What is fascinating about this, the two children were brother and sister, but they were, had never met until they were adopted by the woman we're going to talk to, the mother we're going to talk to, the adoptive mother. It's an amazing story. And there are kids who need families. There are kids who need parents. There are kids who need adoptive parents right now. And if it sounds at all interesting to you and motivating, we'll talk about it. Now, what I want to do here is I wasn't sure how much of this I was going to do. I didn't know how much time I'd have. But I think it's worthwhile because one of the issues that has really captured the imagination and the the opinions of Canadians, or driven the opinions, is, of course, the $10.5 million that Mr. Trudeau decided that Omar Khadr should have. Because Mr. Trudeau knew, of course, exactly how the courts were going to rule, and the courts were going to give him much more than $10.5 million. So we should be thanking the Prime Minister for getting a deal for us. That's the view, I'm sure, from the Prime Minister's office. I'm sure there's massive confusion over the fact that so many Canadians are upset. Why don't they get it? Why don't they get it? I was only doing what... Anyway, I received an email from uh, one of our listeners in Saskatchewan, Carl. And Carl wanted me to know what he'd sent to the Prime Minister, what he'd written to Mr. Trudeau. And that was um, July 6th. So three days ago, I heard from Carl again. He'd gotten a response. Not from the Prime Minister, but from the Prime Minister's office, from the office of the Prime Minister. Now, a lot of people tell us they write to Mr. Trudeau or they write to the Prime Minister's office and they have a complaint or there's something they want to get an answer to or... And they don't hear back. Now, I know they have a, a department that, that answers emails or, and letters, and they're supposed to get back to you, but I hear from people that they haven't heard back, but Carl did. So what I want to do is read Carl's email to the Prime Minister, then I'll read the response from the Prime Minister's office, and then you tell me which one you support. And remember, so many people said they will, in 2019, not forget that Mr. Trudeau gave million to a self-confessed terrorist. Here's what Carl wrote. Dear Mr. Prime Minister, it was with great disgust that I learned our government under your leadership 
made the decision to make payment to one Omar Carter for a reported $10.5 million. Although I grant that I do not understand the full scope of what all happened here, it is clear to me that we didn't do it. I'm tired of being blamed for things that I'm not responsible for. I will not say sorry for being a Canadian, for supporting those who put their lives in the line every day to protect us. I will not say sorry for what any man, woman, or boy had to experience after what they did of their own volition in an attempt to attack what we stand for and the people who protect us and protect that. I'm sorry for the innocent and the genuinely hurt being left out. I'm proud of the good men and women that have stood for us here and at home and abroad, both Canadian and Allied men and women. Thank you for what you do for us as well. We are forever in your debt. He's not saying that to the Prime Minister. He's saying that to the men and women in uniform. Carl continues, In the event that one nickel's worth of this money gets used to aid the terrorist groups that our military and allies have been fighting to protect us from, responsibility for this will rest on you and your government as leaders of this country. It's time to stop bashing ourselves for being Canadian. For all the good that we are, what we've done, and what we will continue to do in the future, this is something I am truly not sorry for. Having said all of this, I want my money back. I will not be part of giving this individual anything, so please find enclosed a copy of a bill for my share of the $10.5 million that it is reported has been paid. It works out to 29.28 cents, roughly. I'm rounding it up to an even 30 cents because that's just what we do here in Canada. Any form of Canadian currency, bank draft, money order, check, e-transfer will be acceptable. I'm not including GST or PST in my calculations. Please advise me if this is appropriate and do feel free to add an extra three cents to your payment. I will then make the required filings to CRA and the Saskatchewan Ministry of Finance. Regards, Carl. Carl's proud of the men and the women in uniform. He's proud of who we are as Canadians, and he's not proud of the Prime Minister delivering the 10.5 mil to Omar Cotter. So, August 24, 2017. From the office of the Prime Minister. Dear Mr. K. On behalf of the Right Honorable Justin Trudeau, I'd like to acknowledge receipt of your correspondence of July 6, 2017. Thank you for writing and sharing your thoughts regarding the recent court settlement agreement reached between the Government of Canada and Omar Khadr. The recent settlement deals with the role of Government of Canada officials, Mr. Khadr's continued detention at Guantanamo Bay, and the violation of his rights guaranteed under the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. It does not pass judgment on the events that transpired on the battlefield in Afghanistan in 2002. Those events can only be described tragic, especially for the U.S. Armed Forces personnel and their families whose lives were forever changed that day. In the case of Mr. Carter, the Supreme Court of Canada twice ruled that Canadian officials violated his charter rights while he was detained at Guantanamo Bay. First in 2008, the Supreme Court found that the Canadian officials who participated in interrogating Mr. Carter at Guantanamo Bay violated Canada's binding international human rights obligations under the Geneva Conventions, 
Then in 2010, the Supreme Court found that the conduct of Canadian officials in the course of interrogations contributed to Mr. Cotter's ongoing detention, depriving him of his charter rights. As a result of the Supreme Court rulings, the government of Canada was required to provide a remedy. The government participated in a court-assisted mediation and agreed to a settlement. Since the court actions had already cost the government of Canada upwards of $5 million and were expected to cost millions more, the settlement put an end to a 13-year lawsuit that the government was certain to lose. This case is a reminder that the Charter protects all Canadians without exception, even when it's uncomfortable. When governments do not protect their citizens' rights, we all end up paying. The government of Canada started its commitment to always, or stated its commitment, to always stand up and fiercely defend the rights and freedoms of Canadians and to uphold the Charter, ensuring that we are never forced to face another settlement like this one. Once again, thank you for writing. Yours sincerely, S. Shepard, Executive Correspondence Officer. So, uh, Carl, so much for your 30 cents. <laughs> not getting it. But I liked your letter. I particularly liked your letter, your email, where you said you're proud of Canada and you're proud of Canadians. You're proud of what we stand for. You're proud of what we've done. You're proud of our men and women in uniform. You're proud of what we'll do in the future. So am I. I'm not proud of the government. I'm not proud of the 10.5 million given to Carter. And they're absolutely wrong about stating they, they know the case would have been lost. No, they don't. There's no way to know what the, how the case would have turned out. You worry about money, spending money on, on, the, on, a, on, a, on a court case. But, for Omar Cotter, so they give him $10.5 million. But when Canadian military veterans sue the government, injured, wounded Canadian military veterans sue the government for being wounded in action in Afghanistan in court and say that our pensions and our benefits are not appropriate, why the government has entirely sufficient money to fight that in court, which is happening in British Columbia. The Equitas lawsuit. I spoke with Major Mark Campbell, who lost both legs and is part of the lawsuit. Because the federal government states it has no social obligation to the men and the women in, the uni in uniform. Stephen Harper's government started that. But Justin Trudeau in 2015 promised that he'd do away with it, that, the, that that lawsuit would disappear. Instead, Mr. Trudeau engineered it so the same prosecutor for the government is in the court. So we have money, money to sue soldiers and say, we don't have any social contract with you. We have no responsibility. And we'll continue this fight in court. But for Omar, <laughs> we would have lost that. So we're not going to continue in court and we'll just give him $10.5 million. And, and then we'll go after the whistleblower who made sure Canadians found out about it. 800-263-2428. 
is my number, 800-263-2428, 800-263-2428. Who got it right? Carl? Or the federal government? Prime Minister's office. 800-263-2428. Who got it correctly? Carl in Saskatchewan? Or the Prime Minister's Office, 800-263-2428. Give me a call.